All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. So you might be asking yourself a couple questions if you're new here. Who am I and what reason am I up here for? Okay. Hey, Safarina, you made it. Hi, boo. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm also the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help you get your businesses off the ground. So like I said, those of you who are trying to turn your side hustle into a full-time hustle, those of you who have a business idea and you don't know how to get it started, those of you who might be in business and need some help getting organized, hi, Golden1991. I help you get that structure, that for that business formation structure for your business through EIN numbers, registration, DUNS numbers, contracts, brand protection, hiring employees properly, operating agreements. What you need for that startup, I got it. Why am I qualified to help you do all of that? I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I have helped multiple businesses and myself start um, start online and offline businesses. Uh, as well, I have had many careers in the realms of the law, entrepreneurship, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay. So that's why I'm here now. If you want to see how I can help you get your business life together, get your startup life together, get your side hustle life together, I want you to do something for me. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm because there's a lot of uh, options that I have there to see how I can help you. The first thing you can do at Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm is download my free business launch cheat sheet, which will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. You can also book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. There you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast because if you cannot make this show live, you can always watch the replay on my YouTube channel. Uh, I can't have you on the show just right now, Gold, okay? You can always um, re-watch the show on the YouTube channel or if you can't watch, you can um, listen to the audio on the podcast, okay? And all that is available at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Hi, LaTanya. Um, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, just to let y'all know, my EIN workshop is still on sale. You got two more days. It's okay, honey. You got two more days to get it at $29. After the 29th, on March 1st, the EIN workshop replay bundle is going up to $79. So get your life, get it at $29 so you don't have to pay that extra money, all right? You need an EIN number to do a lot of things. Get a business bank account to uh, do payroll, to file taxes for your business. EIN numbers are very important. And if you don't know how to fill one out, you're going to have to pay an attorney, High Beast Mode Burke, anywhere between $75 to $125 to do one for you. And they're not going to show you how to do it. I'm showing you how to do it for $29 up until March 1st. So make sure you get that, okay? All right, now, that is enough of me shilling my wares. Let's get to the show. Uh, the way that the show works, if you have, if this is your first time here, I know we have at least one person who's been here, who's here for the first time, Yarn Weaver. Um, 
I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories that I get in my email box. And I pick the ones that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners. And we discuss them. This is a discussion. I don't talk at you. I want your opinions. I want to make sure that you're paying attention. So I will be asking questions. Um, yeah, I have, I got, I got what you need, Zephyrina. Okay. Oh, Facebook, my usual disclaimer. The delay on Facebook is significant. So if you put a comment in and I don't respond till maybe two, three, four minutes later, it's not my fault. It's because there's a significant delay on Facebook. Okay. But yes. So back to the show. Uh, I need your participation. So if I ask questions, I need y'all to put answers in the box. Um, if I ask your opinion, I really want to hear your opinion. And depending on how the discussion is going, I might pipe pop one of y'all in on the live, just like Busy Peach did the other day. All right. Okay. So let's get started. If we are ready, I want to see some readies in the comment boxes. Y'all drop some readies for me so I know that we ready. Drop some readies. Drop some readies. <laughs> I'm going to put on a one-woman show. Oh, thank you, Zephyrina. Thank you, Beast Mode Burke, for the ready. Thank you, Golden1991, for the ready. All right, we got two. We got three readies. Hey, Gabrielle, thank you. Busy Peach is ready. We ready. All right, Yarn Weaver is ready. Latanya is ready, ready. Let's go. All right, do we have any pet lovers in the house today? If you like pets, if you have a pet, thank you, Zephyrina, for the ready. If you have ever had a pet, particularly a dog, give me some type of pet emoji. A cat, a dog, a lizard, whatever you had. Hi, Sincere39. If you have had a pet, give me the emoji of the pet you had in the comments. Um, Y'all know I have my dog child, Toby. He is the love of my life. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm in the pet brigade brigade golden 91 has a dog and a cat okay busy peach has a cat okay all right okay so who mexiduran <laughs> Mexi gave me a french poodle sincere 39 gave me a dog a frog and a turtle okay uh you are was it dr doolittle sincere 39 okay all right so we are having a battle of wolves guys um, if you did not know, there is a, um, there is a pet services company in Virginia. They operate in Loudoun and Fairfax County. So that's not too far from where I am. I'm in Maryland, just so you guys know, right? Um, they do, uh, dog sitting or I should say pet sitting, pet walking, and they also do mobile grooming and they have franchises throughout Virginia. Well, uh, Latanya's got two dogs apparently. Okay. Um, and uh, this this company is called Woofies, spelled W O O F I E apostrophe S, and they have a trademark on their name. Okay, they have a registered trademark for Woofies with an I E. Here is the problem: there is another company setting up shop in Virginia, in the city of Chantilly, and they are also naming themselves. Woofies, W-O-O-F-Y-S, and they are um, specializing in selling purebred and designer puppies, okay? Now, uh, Woofies, with the I-E, sent a cease and desist 
to Woofies with the Y and they never responded. And when Woofies with the IE did some research on who is running this uh, Woofies with a Y, they got some disturbing results. The managers of this new store that is going to be selling purebred and designer puppies, the manager, uh, one of the managers is the former manager of a pet store that got shut down last year for animal cruelty. Apparently, they did a raid on this um on this pet store, they found dead rabbits in the freezer, there were deplorable conditions, animals were dying, and they shut this pet store down. And now one of the managers of this now defunct pet store is opening up a pet store in the same city as the pet services company Woofies, um, and specializing in designer and purebred dogs. So Woofies with an IE is very upset at this. Not only are is this company trying to, you know, capitalize off their name, they also don't espouse their values. Woofies with an IE is all about pets and making them comfortable and making sure that they have a good quality of life. And here you have a manager who was running a pet store that was literally killing animals, that had no regard for the animals, that was treating them with no respect. So, Woofies has filed a trademark infringement suit against the other Woofies. Um, yes. They, um, not only have they filed this trademark infringement suit, but they also said that people have been reaching out to them saying, hey, we didn't know you were opening a new location in Chantilly. Latanya said, I would sue as well because of the poor business practices and to keep their business integrity. Right. Guys, when you have a trademark, your trademark, it represents your business in the marketplace. When people see your name, when people see your logo, it is supposed to make them feel something or think of something. When you see the Nike swoosh symbol, you think of sports, you think of celebrity athletes. When you see the, um, like, I'm trying to think, give me a, give me some examples of logos that give you, or, or business names that give you good feelings and businesses that give you bad feelings. So like for me, when I hear the name Monsanto, that does not give me good feelings because I have only heard bad things about Monsanto because of GMO foods, right? So another company would not want to go around calling themselves Monsanto because of the reputation Monsanto has. But here you have the first Woofies, the Woofies with an IE. They're out here doing the thing for the dogs, grooming them, giving them walks, petting them, really caring for dogs. And then you have this other company that names themselves the same name. You guys have been shut down before because of the fact that you are so cruel to animals. So they are fighting this store opening. It's set to open pretty soon. So I want to know from you guys, what do you think um, is going to happen here? Do you think that, because the only thing that this new company did was change the ending. They spelled their Woofies with a Y. Do you think that Woofies with a Y is enough to differentiate it from Woofies with an IE? Because Woofies with an IE does pet services. And remember, you can only trademark in your industry. So they trademark for pet services. Um, Woofies, they are, they are specializing in this, in, uh, selling purebred and designer dogs. So they're pretty much looking at dogs as, or pets as a commodity. So do you think that there is space here 
for the two Woofies? Or do you think that Woofies with a Y needs to step back? <coughs> Zephyrina said, nope, there's no space. Oh, and I, I totally think that Woofies with an IE needs to go after Woofies with a Y. You are setting up shop in the same state. You are engaged in pretty much very, very similar businesses and you have a bad reputation. That could really tarnish the image of the original Woofies. Um, Jan Weaver said, I don't think so. I feel casual consumers wouldn't read the difference. Absolutely. And especially if you're not even seeing it, if you're just hearing it and somebody says Woofies, you're, you're not, as the average consumer, you're not going to say, oh, which Woofies are you talking about? The good Woofies or the bad Woofies? Whatever Woofies you know of is the Woofies that's going to come up. Goldie1991 said, it's not fair. Right. I agree with you guys. I think that this um, location, this uh, pet, this pet store that is supposed to be opening up in Chantilly, I think they're trying to ride on the coattails of this other Woofies business. And on top of that, you guys have been shut down for animal cruelty. Y'all know I love Toby, okay? Like, no, I don't. I don't want anybody out here who is not, you know, treating animals with love and dignity. Um, Latanya said no because both have customer bases that deal in some aspect of pets plus poor business practices. People misspell all the time and will relate to. That is very true. People's grammar out here is terrible. People misspell. I have seen people misspell the word no, K-N-O-W, and replace it with no N-O. If I see any of y'all doing that, look, I am a grammar Nazi. Don't, don't do it to me, all right? But yeah, people have really bad grammar. So it is very possible that someone could misspell the Woofie's name and you don't know which one you're going to. So I really, Beast Burke said terrible. Um, I really hope that uh, with the IE, the pet services company that actually likes animals, I hope that they um, prevail in this. I hope that they are able to get this other Woofies to at least change their name if they're not able to shut this business down. But in my opinion, I don't think this business should even be allowed to open. Your manager was shut down because of animal cruelty. They found dead pets in the location in a freezer, y'all. So, as you can see, I'm a little bit passionate about pets. But, um... Good luck to Woofies with an IE. And for those of you who are located in Virginia, if you're looking for a pet, or <laughs> since the other night said people are dumbed down, if you're looking for a pet or for care for your pet, go to the Woofies with an IE. Don't go to the one with an with a Y, okay? Woofies with an IE. <laughs> All right, so we are gonna move on to our next story, okay? Whew, that, that, that took, that took the wind out of me, y'all. I gotta, I gotta drink some water. Whew. <laughs> All right. Next story we are talking about. Um, Yarn Weaver asked, is there a way to search up business names to avoid naming your business the same name? Yes, Yarn Weaver, there is. So there are two things that you can do. One, go to um, the state where your business is located, where you are doing business. Go to that state government website. 
Most of them will have a directory or some type of search engine where you can look up business names that have been reserved in your state. As well, if you want to check if a, if, a, if a name for a business is trademarked federally, you can go to the USPTO website, USPTO.gov, go to the test search database and search the name as well because you'll be able to tell if it's trademarked, all right? Okay. Um, I hope that answers your question. Uh, okay, so we are moving on to our next story. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys, you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm also the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. If you're a startup in need of some legal guidance for your business or trying to make that side hustle legit, Call your girl. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Book a free 15-minute consultation. Download the free business launch cheat sheet and get your life, okay? We are moving on to the next story, but we got a question. Uh, Beastmill Burke said, should every business name be trademarked? Not necessarily. It's up to you to decide what you want to protect in your business. However, what I would say is that the barrier to entry for business is very low these days. So... Every day, new businesses are opening up. So the so business ideas are going to, um, excuse me, overlap on each other. So if you know that you have a really strong idea, if you have a really strong business out there or a concept and you want to protect it, it is in your interest to trademark because it doesn't matter how small you are. These big companies are looking at the small companies to see what they can steal because they know you're small and you don't have the money to fight it if they do steal it. So trademarking in business, it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to become standard just because the barrier to entry to business is so low now. All you really need is a social media page to, to get, to get your name out there. And if you're great at marketing, you can get a lot of people to buy your stuff. Um, but you still have to go through the legal processes to make your business legitimate. And that's why you need me. (laughs) Okay. All right. So. Next story that we are talking about, it is the title of this show. It is called Trademark, I'm calling this story Trademarking Hate, okay? Um, So before we start on this story, guys, how much do you think, um, how much do you think it costs to hire a typical attorney to file a trademark for you? How much do you think it typically costs? And while you put that amount in, I'm going to tell you about this story. So there is a city in Texas called Wimberley, um, and they had their first pride parade not too long ago, okay? Yes, go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and schedule a consultation. Yarn Weaver said $1,000, and C39 said $500. If you are hiring an attorney to do your trademark, like to do the whole process for you and you are not involved, it's going to cost you anywhere between $1,700 and $3,000, Okay. If you're just doing the application, if you think that you can do it on your own, um, and it's been done, I have helped my clients apply for their trademarks. It's of anywhere from 275 to 425 starting, and then there are some fees out there. So grand total is probably about six, seven hundred dollars to get a trademark. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. Beast mode Burke was closer. Um, yeah, to, if you want an attorney to do the whole process for you, meaning you don't, they take care of everything, you don't have to worry about nothing, it's about $1,700 to $3,000, okay? Um, 
So there is a, a, a city in Texas called Wimberley, um, and they had their first pride parade recently. And um, after the pride parade, parents basically took um, the logo of the school and they put a rainbow in it. Um, Latanya said $1,500. And they put a rainbow in it. And, you know, and they were in the pride parade and, you know, they were supporting their kids. And they also posted, you know, these altered logos on social media. Now, um, the school system in Wimberley, they didn't have a trademark when the Pride Parade happened, but they filed a trademark application for this logo nine days after the Pride Parade. So basically, the school, the school system in Wimberley, they saw the pictures that the parents were posting with, with the, the, the school logo with the rainbows. They took that design went and trademarked it, or at least filed the application for it nine days after the Pride Parade, and then started sending cease and desist letters to the parents telling them to take down the photos. How much do you think they paid for this trademark? I'm not even going to let y'all guess. This school system, in order to be hateful and tell parents to take down these pictures supporting their children, they paid $7,000 to get this trademark. $7,000 to be hateful. And like for you to go out of your way to take a logo that you, hi King J. Good, that you had not bothered to trademark in the past. You trademark it nine days after the Pride Parade and the specific designs that parents were using to support their children. Why would you waste $7,000 that you could have used on programming in your schools to be hateful. That is such a waste of money. Um, the only reason I brought up this case is because I think it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and also, no one should be paying $7,000 for a trademark. Um, at the very top, your trademark should cost at the most $3,000, Okay. Um, and don't trademark things just to be hateful. If you are trademarking something, you're supposed to trademark it because you are in an industry, you are providing a service, you are selling something. You do not trademark something to keep people from using it. Remember, Beyonce and, and Jay-Z tried to trademark Blue Ivy's name because they didn't want anybody else to use it. And they got denied because you need a legitimate business purpose to trademark something. So this school system in Texas, Wimberley, they were just being hateful and they had to pay out of the nose for they for their hate. Yarn Weaver said too much money and time on their hands. I want to see what this school's budget looks like that they had $7,000 to waste on this trademark application. Um, but anyway, if y'all ever go to Wimberley, Texas, uh, um, actually, no, don't go to Wimberley, Texas. Go to Dallas or, or Houston or something. They got much better food. <laughs> All right. So next case that we are talking about, uh, do we have any basketball fans in the house? If you are a LeBron fan, you this story might, um, this story might kind of make you feel some kind of way. But if you're a LeBron fan, give me a LJ... Yeah, give me an LJ in the comments for LeBron James, if you are a LeBron James fan. And this is actually an update 
on a story that we did the other day. King J. Good is a LeBron fan. Okay. All right. So, uh, there, guys, I am worried that LeBron might be a trademark bully. LBJ, okay. So, if you have not watched this show recently, thank you, Cynthia39. Thank you, King J. Good. Um, recently we talked about a story where this, um, nonprofit organization that is based in Maryland called Game Plan Inc., they filed a trademark infringement suit against LeBron James, uh, this company called Uninterrupted and Nike. Uh, Game Plan Inc., they trademarked the phrase, I am more than an athlete in 2016, and they do programming for student athletes to keep them on the right track academically, Okay. Um, and they even went to a couple of NBA games wearing these shirts saying, I am more than an athlete. They took pictures with NBA players. I don't think they took a picture with LeBron, but they did take pictures with, um, you know, notable NBA players. Here's the problem. Um, in 2018, I think a new, a sports commentator or a news commentator had basically said that LeBron needs to shut up and just play sports. And LeBron started wearing a t-shirt that said more than an athlete, Right. Um, and he tried to, and he tried to file a trademark for it in 2018, but this nonprofit organization, Game Plan Inc., already had the trademark for I am more than an athlete, so his app, and they opposed it, okay, so to get around it, LeBron bought a trademark from a marketer who registered the phrase more than an athlete in 2013, now, the, 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 the class that the marketer had trademarked it in was for um, publicity and sales promotion. So, LeBron brought this, bought this 2013 trademark in 2018 after Game Plan Inc. opposed his application for more than an athlete. So now there is a battle going on in court as to whether because LeBron purchased this trademark, he now has more of a right to use the phrase more of an athlete because he bought a trademark that was, that was registered earlier, right? Now we don't know how this case is going to turn out, but I want to know your opinions. What do you think? Because LeBron himself wasn't trying to trademark this till 2018. This nonprofit organization that helps children, they trademarked theirs in 2016. So because they were first, LeBron went and found someone who had an even earlier trademark and bought it from them. Do you think that is, you know, um, a fair tactic? Do you think that that was a good move on the part of LeBron's team? Like, this is an organization that helps kids. Why are you trying to circumvent their trademark? What do you guys think about that? Excuse me. And if we have any, um, LeBron fans who want to, you know, pop in and, um, you know, defend they fave, let me know. Send a request and, you know, I'll pop you back in. Because for me, this kind of makes me want, this kind of makes me look at LeBron. He looked kind of funny in the light. Yarn Weaver said, um, (laughs) Suzita and I said, yeah, I'm with the bully. Yarn Weaver said, it seems unfair. Also, why couldn't they collaborate? King J. Good said, business-wise, yes, it's legal, but morally, no. High gift of time, gift of time. Right. 
Business-wise, everything LeBron is doing is on the up and up. There is nothing illegal about what he's doing. But we have to think about the ethics of this. LeBron James is a public figure. He, you know, is seen out here doing good in the world. He opened a school for underprivileged children or at-risk children. And yet you seem to be trying to circumvent a, a non-profit organization whose entire purpose is to benefit student athletes who probably look up to you. So what are we supposed to think about this? How do we look at LeBron? Do we still look at him with the same esteem? Like, is what he's doing is legal, but is it fair? This organization, I'm sure they don't have the money um, to fight him. King J. Good said, yeah, they should collaborate on this. But LeBron, ha- LeBron and his team have the power to collaborate, and they don't seem to have reached out to this group to collaborate. They're trying to get around them. Why? Why would they do that? And we don't have the answers, but we can always, you know, just kind of think about what would be the reasons that LeBron and his team are choosing, rather than to work with this group or at least respecting their trademark, why are they trying to get around it? Okay. King J. Good said they want all the clout. Mm, oh, that might be it. That might be it. I mean, LeBron is a machine out here. You know, you trying to trademark Taco Tuesday. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because it, it kind of makes me look at LeBron a little funny. Granted, I know he's not filing these motions himself. I don't know how much of a hands on, um, role he has it with, with these, with these cases, but they do name him. So you are involved. You are a notable name in these cases. And you have to be aware of your reputation of the LeBron brand, the King James brand. You're known for supporting the community. You're known for being there for kids. And you're trying to go around an organization that is there for kids. Um, King J. Good said, it's just like a celebrity. If there's a no-name designer and an A-list celebrity can make an A-list celebrity can make people careers. Right, but LeBron is trying to take their trademark. He's not trying to lift them up with him. Hi, K wins financial. Okay. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens between uh, LeBron James and this company, Game Plan Inc. I hope that they can come to a peaceful resolution because it seems like their goals are aligned. So why not work together? King J. Good said, yep, that's not right. Right. Okay. And before we go into our last story, I want to um, remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. Uh, my nightly, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are trying to get through the startup phase of your business, my EIN workshop is on sale for $29 until March 1st. So you only got two more days. Your EIN number is your business's social security number. You need it for bank accounts to do payroll, to file taxes. You need your business's EIN number. All right. Um, so get the workshop for $29 before it goes up to 79 at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Now we're moving on to our last story. We are, ooh, okay, we're just a little bit over time. All right. We got an update on the Netflix versus Choose Your Own Adventure, guys. Um, Okay, so we have a couple of new people watching the live broadcast. If, um, if you are new here, or even if you've been watching, if you watched the Netflix interactive movie Bandersnatch, um, give me a B if you watched the Netflix movie Bandersnatch. 
So we've actually talked about this a couple times. Um, there is a company called Choose Co. And they have a trademark for the phrase, choose your own adventure. They had these line of books when I was growing up where, you know, you could, uh, you didn't watch it. That's cool. Um, where you would, you would read these stories and, you know, there would be a few pages and then they would say, if you want this to happen, go to this page. If you want this to happen, go to this page. So it was called choose your own adventure book. Um, and fast forward several years, couple decades, Netflix came out with, um, their movie Black Mirror Bandersnatch and it was marketed as a choose your own adventure film. And Chusco has filed, you haven't seen that on Netflix. Uh, I think they might've took it down. Um, but Chusco came after Netflix and said, uh, excuse me, choose your own adventure is, uh, protected. We own that phrase and you can't use it. And Netflix has been fighting Chusco to use this phrase. Um, they asked the court to dismiss the case. The court denied it because they said that there were some credible arguments on the part of Chusco, but Netflix is taking a different, um, tack to, their, uh, to their fight against Choose Co. So Netflix is now saying, um, now, just so you know, before Netflix came out with this movie, Bandersnatch, they did, they were in negotiations with Choose Co. to use Choose Your Own Adventure. But Netflix says it was not for this movie, Bandersnatch, it was for another potential project, which I don't really believe, but whatever. So now, Netflix is saying we should be able to use this phrase, choose your own adventure, because of free speech, and the phrase is generic. Um, they're also saying that the format of their movie doesn't follow the Choose Co. format. With Choose Co., you had some positive outcomes, and you had some negative outcomes. And they're saying, with our movie, Bandersnatch, remember those books, King J. Good? They're saying, with our movie, Bandersnatch, um, you know, all of the outcomes are bad. Nothing good happens to this character. So we're not ripping off Choose Co. And they are actually seeking to have Choose Co.'s trademark for Choose Your Own Adventure canceled. Can you believe the nerve of Netflix? They're trying to get Choose Co.'s trademark canceled. So ladies and gentlemen, what do you think about Netflix's tactic? Do you think that this is a smart move? Do you think that Chusco is in danger of losing their Choose Your Own Adventure trademark? What do you think? Excuse me, I'm talking a lot. I need some water. What do you guys think about Netflix trying to get Chusco's trademark canceled because they wouldn't let them use it for the movie? Um, I think that, while you guys put your answers in, I think that uh, Netflix, they... I think they got a little bit too big for their britches. They're like, you know, they had a corner on the streaming market for a minute. Now Disney Plus is coming for their neck. Look, I got Disney Plus and I love it. I love me some Disney, Hulu, and I don't even watch ESPN, but I got it. But I think that Netflix got to a space where they felt like, you know, they could do what they want. And now they're, you know, they're realizing that they're not the only ones in the game and they're trying to get this trademark canceled. Yarn Weaver said it's kind of aggressive on Netflix's part. Sincere39 said, I don't think Choose Co. will lose their trademark. We will have to wait and see. Because Netflix's argument, as much as they're saying, you know, choose your own adventure is a common phrase, I don't really hear choose your own adventure commonly. Um... Beast Mode Burks at Disney Plus is bad. Girl, them Disney Channel movies be hitting. I love the Descendants series. 
Um, but I digress. Anyway, so Netflix is out here trying to get trademarks canceled. I just wanted to give you guys an update on that. Um, and I think that Netflix, uh, I think, I think they overreach. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to win this. And I think you guys agree with me too, based on your answers. Um, yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, those were the stories. Um, Jan Weaver said it's common in the literature world, not so much in video. Hmm. That could be an argument in Netflix's favor, actually, that, you know, we're two different industries. Jan Weaver, they might have a team. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, thank you for your participation. We had some new people in here. I love when we get new people in here, and I appreciate all the faithful watchers as well. Y'all make this show worthwhile. We will be back on Monday with more stories. Um, like I said at the top of the story, my dad asked me to do a special episode on contracts. So if you have any contracts questions, submit them to me. I don't know if the broadcast is going to be Monday or Tuesday, but it's going to be early next week. Um, and I'm going to be answering um, some questions about contracts. Um, get the EIN workshop replay for $29 while it's still on sale. Book your free 15-minute consultations. Get the business launch cheat sheet. All that is available at linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. You can also uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can re-watch these episodes or watch them if you can't make the live show. I just gleeked. <laughs> um, but have a great weekend, everybody. Take care of yourselves. I will see you on Monday. Bye. Oh, bye, Mom and Dad. <laughs>